This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. The famous phrase from Proverbs says, a righteous person can fall seven times and rise, implying that the actual descent is the cause of the ascent, that it is through falling and getting back up that we acquire righteousness. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. In my 20s, I fell in love with and spent several years in a relationship with a cross-addicted alcoholic drug addict. It was the best of times, and it was the worst of times. And in the arrogance and ignorance of my youth, I believed that love could conquer all. If I only got it right with them, if I could love bomb and nurture this tormented soul, that we could live happily ever after. Oh gosh, there was so much drama. And in those days, I interpreted drama as love and passion. I just knew my love could cure them. What I didn't understand is that addiction is a disease that diminishes our God-given free will to the extent that logic and emotion and love would have very little impact. Like the tale of the Pharaoh in the Passover story, where God hardens Pharaoh's heart, an addict struggles with the will to do what's right. That addiction hardens their hearts. That the desire to feel right supersedes doing right is such a dilemma. This poor soul stole from me to feed his habit. Me, who he loved beyond all measure, lied to me, gaslit me, and I enabled, I covered up, and I blamed myself. One day, I was walking through a pedestrian underpass that was hosting a community fair. One of the booths was called Al-Anon, the 12-step program that runs parallel to AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, and helps the friends and family and partners of addicted people. The woman behind the booth noticed me staring at it and said, I've seen your eyes before, in the mirror, about 20 years ago. Come talk to me. See if our program can help you. You know, she saved my life. And ironically, that was the first step into leading me back to sanity, and even more profoundly, because Al-Anon is a God-based program, back to my faith. So the program has the identical 12 steps as AA does, and the premise is really very simple. A para-alcoholic or co-addicted person, for example, plays their own role in keeping the addict using. We learn that enabling addicts often prevents them from hitting bottom, which can become the birthplace of their recovery. So not surprisingly, the Torah teaches us this principle many times over in our sources. The famous phrase from Proverbs, or in Hebrew, Mishle, says, A righteous person can fall seven times and rise, implying that the actual descent is the cause of the ascent, that it is through falling and getting back up oneself 
that we acquire righteousness. You know, the great and wise Hasidic Rebbe, Rebbe Nachman of Breslov, said the following, Hidden in the lowliest places is a very high life force which relates to the secrets of Torah. Therefore, even if one fell spiritually very much, that person must know that even from where they are, they can come especially close to Hashem, because it is specifically there, on that low spiritual level, that a very high life force exists. In Al-Anon, I learned that loving someone is not preventing them from falling or dragging them up with no effort on their own. You know, many decades before I began to learn Torah, this was a revelation. In 12-step programs, there's this concept called loving detachment. The example I remember best was this, and I think I've mentioned this in a past podcast. If your partner comes home and passes out on the kitchen floor, detachment is leaving them there. Loving detachment is putting a blanket over them, but leaving them there. So what's the difference? While leaving them on the floor rather than dragging them to bed, undressing them and calling in sick for them the next day to their boss, might feel righteous, it is, in fact, enabling. It's important to leave them where they fell so that they'll wake up to the reality of what their behavior has resulted in. By placing a blanket over them, they can experience the fall, the descent, but feel the blanket of your love, not as a rescue, but as an acknowledgement that they're loved. For many addicts, the guilt and shame does not make them yearn for recovery, but instead yearn to banish the pain and the shame by obliterating their feelings by using again. One Valentine's Day, during a romantic evening at home, my beloved went to the bathroom and ten minutes later did not come out. I waited another five minutes, and then I went and knocked on the door. There was no answer. I knocked harder. And then, then I opened the door, passed out, and unconscious, the love of my life lay in a heap on the cold tile floor. I couldn't rouse him, so I called an ambulance. I gathered up all the prescription pills I could find in the medicine cabinet, and I gave them to the attendants so that they could identify the source of the overdose. And when I arrived at the hospital, because I wasn't permitted by the EMDs to ride along, I ran into the emergency room sobbing. The nurse noticed me at the door, mid the stomach pump, and came over. She took my hands in hers, and she looked me in the eye, and she said, Do you love this man? Yes, I responded. Have you called an ambulance or experienced this kind of trauma before? Yes, I sobbed back. She said, if you love him, you should turn on your heel and leave right now. You should remove yourself from such a dangerous situation. You are very young and you are very vulnerable. The greatest act of love you could do right now would be to leave. I was mortified, appalled. I said to her, that is what you call love? She replied, in this case, yes. 
Love of self and love in a couple requires both people to be whole and intact. The equation is not half plus half equals one. The equation is one plus one equals one. You cannot cure this, nor did you cause this. Go to an Al-Anon meeting. Heal yourself so that you won't find yourself repeating this scenario over and over. And by the way, it will be his best chance to recover as well. Well, I wasn't able to take her advice at that moment. In those days, I didn't understand that my truest Valentine's gift to myself and my beloved would have been to do exactly what she said. So I share this story with you right around Valentine's Day because loving an addict, well, be it your child, your parent, your partner, or a dear friend, well, it can be brutally hard. But remember that as hard as it is for you, it is even harder for them This disease is cunning, and it thrives on denial. As they say in 12-step programs, denial, or denial, N-I-L-E, is not a river in Egypt. There are two options for addiction, recovery or death. The second step of the 12-step program is to come to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. In these meetings, there's often a sign on the wall that reads E.G.O.Ego, which stands for Edging God Out, because recovery is both a spiritual and a physical system. As we move through the often complex and confounding world, we need a power greater than ourselves to keep our egos in check and to attach ourselves to, to understand that the greatest and most eternal parts of ourselves have that power within us and that this power can do anything. This week, can you examine your understanding of love, and see if and where it might intersect with enablement? Are we emotional snowplows clearing away everything in the path of our loved ones so they'll never have to fall seven times? Can we let go and let God? Can we step back with curiosity and trust that it is in the falling that righteousness develops? And to those among us, who are addicts in recovery, or love someone who is an addict, can we find the strength and compassion for both ourselves and our addict to navigate this challenging path all the way back to health and to serenity? Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom 
Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.